Okay, my friends. So today we are reading a story called... Roxaboxin. You want to do it? Say it again. Roxaboxin. And it was written by Alice McLaren, and it's illustrated by Barbara Cooney. Cooney, sorry. And it's read today by Mommy. And what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? He's thinking about it. My co-host. My co-host's name is Alex. Alex Minecraft. From. Oh, from Minecraft. Oh, I know who she is. She's got that long braid on the side, right? No? No? Orange hair. Redhead. Oh, okay. Well, are you ready for your story? All right, let's get to it. <clears throat> Marion called it Roxaboxin. She always knew the name of everything. There, across the road, it looked like any tiny hill. Rocky hill. But nothing but sand and rocks and some wooden boxes and some cactus and some greasewood and some thorny acatillo. But it was a special place. The street between Roxaboxen and the houses curved like a river, so Marion named it the River Road. And after that, you had to ford a river to reach Roxaboxen. And in the picture we can see, there's the street. How do you ford something? Oh, I'm so pleased that you asked that question. See, when I was a girl, we had a game called <clears throat> the Oregon Trail. And by the time I was your age, I had played the Oregon Trail and I knew how to ford something, but I guess you don't do that these days, so let me tell you. When you ford something, it is crossing it, but you must cross it in a vehicle. And so you would float your vehicle across the river and you would call that fording the river. Like um, a long time ago, when the early pioneers and settlers on this country tried to cross a river, they would have a covered wagon. So they would take the wheels off the wagon and float it across the river. And that was called fording. It's true, it's true. It's very cool. So we can see in the picture the um, road that goes along and how it does kind of curve like a river. And we can see what Roxaboxin is, and it is a hill. It's a rocky hill with boxes on it and some cactuses and things like that. Cacti, I guess. Let's see what happens. Of course, all of Marion's sisters came. Anna Mae, Frances, and little Jean. And Charles from next door, even though he was 12. Oh, and Eleanor, naturally. And Jamie with his brother, Paul. And later on, there were others, but these were the first. Well, not really the first. Roxaboxin had always been there and must have belonged to others long before. When Marion dug up a tin box filled with round black pebbles, everyone knew what it was. It was a buried treasure. See, those pebbles were the money of Roxaboxen. 
You could still find others like them if you looked hard enough. So some days became treasure hunting days with everybody trying to find that special kind. And then on other days, you might just find one without even looking. Now the town of Rocks of Oxen began to grow, traced in lines of stone. First, Main Street. First, edged with little white ones, and then the houses. Charles made his of the biggest stones. After all, he was the oldest. At first, the houses were very plain, but soon they all began to add more rooms. And the old wooden boxes could be shelves or tables or anything you wanted. And you could find pieces of pottery for dishes. Round pieces were best. And now we can see... They absolutely did. Now we can see what the children have done here is they have found Roxaboxen, which is this nice hill, but they've converted it into a town by building streets out of rocks. And wow, does it look impressive? Oh yes, it does. And now later there was a town hall. Marion was mayor, of course. And nobody was, nobody minded. That's just the way that she was, okay? Some people are natural leaders. Okay. After a while, they added other streets. Frances moved to one of them and built herself a new house outlined in desert glass, bits of amber, amethyst, and sea green. A house of jewels. Wow, her house is beautiful looking. I would want him to be it. You would? Me too. And because everybody had plenty of money, there were plenty of shops. See, Jean helped Anna Mae in the bakery uh, with pies and cakes and bread baked warm in the sun. And there were two ice cream parlors. Was Paul's ice cream the best or Eleanor's? Everybody kept trying them both. See, in Roxaboxen, you can eat all the ice cream you want. I feel like Rocks the Boxen is the place that I need to go visit. Now, and everybody had a car. All you needed was something round for a steering wheel. And of course, if you broke the speed limit, you had to go to jail. And the jail had cactus on the floor to make it uncomfortable. And Jamie was the policeman. And Anna Mae, quiet little Anna Mae, was always speeding. You'd think she liked to go to jail. But ah. Uh, if you had a horse, you could go as fast as the wind because there were no speed limits for horses and you didn't have to stay on the roads. All you needed for a horse was a stick and some kind of bridle and then you could gallop anywhere. And sometimes there were wars. Once there was a great war, boys against girls and Charles and Marion were the generals and the girls had Fort Irene, where they were all Girl Scouts. And the boys made a fort at the other end of Roxaboxen, and they were, they were all bandits. Oh, the raids were fierce. Rage. Raids are when one group of people attacks another group of people to hopefully take something that they own. Mm-hmm. But they were loud with whooping and stamping of horses and the whirling swords of Octio had sharp thorns. But when you reached your fort, you were safe. 
Okay, so you couldn't get into the fort. And you can see the battle commencing. And oh my goodness, it looks intense. It looks intense. And Roxaboxen had a cemetery in case anyone died. But the only grave in it was for the dead lizard. And each year when the cactus bloomed, they decorated the grave with flowers. Now, wasn't that kind of them? Yes. Now, sometimes in the winter when everybody was at school and the weather was bad, no one went to Roxaboxen at all. Not for weeks and weeks, but it didn't matter. Roxaboxen was always waiting. Roxaboxen was always there. And spring came, and the Octeo bloom blossomed, and everybody sucked the honey from its flowers, and everybody built new rooms, and everybody decided to have jeweled windows. And that summer, there were three new houses on the East Slope and two new shops on Main Street. And so it went. And the seasons changed, and the years went by, and Roxaboxen was always there. The years went by, and the seasons changed until... At last, the friends had grown tall, and one by one they moved away to other houses and to other towns. So you might think that was the end of Roxaboxen, but oh, no. Because none of them ever forgot Roxaboxen. Not one of them ever forgot. And years later, Marion's children listened to stories of that place and fell asleep dreaming dreams of Roxaboxen. And gray-haired Charles picked up a black pebble on the beach and stood holding it, remembering Roxaboxen. And more than 50 years later, Francis went back and Roxaboxen was still there. She could see the white stones bordering Main Street. And there, where she had built her house, the desert glass still glowed, amethyst and amber and sea green. And that, my friends, is the end of that story. But hopefully that will inspire you to be the beginning of yours. Is there a special place, maybe in your neighborhood, that you can turn into your own make-believe town where you and the kids in your neighborhood play and build your own homes and have your own businesses and live your own adventures? Maybe. Maybe you need to think about it. And now that is the end. And now that is the end.